This episode of The Nice Show is brought to you by The Balanced Barbers. But y'all already do that, though, because we always keep things balanced over here. You already know what that means. A lot of bombs drop, too. The one and only... The Megalodon! The Megalodon when it comes to getting these fades, facial treatment, bro, everything. Everything. The best of what they do. So this weekend, it was my sister's prom, whatever, whatever. I had to get clean, right? I went and took the pictures and everything and looked at myself in the mirror. I was like... Man, my haircut looks good. You know what my conscience told me? Because it's balanced. Where else can you get a haircut, facial treatment, razor blade, great conversation, great argument sometimes too, and complimentary cologne. Nowhere else but the balanced barbers, the Megalodon. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram right now at balancebarbers1.0. That's balancebarbers1.0. Y'all killing it, man. I'm telling you, I've been waiting three weeks for a cut. Three weeks. Because they've been filling up quick, bro. So do not miss your opportunity to get balanced. Go ahead and follow them right now for me. This episode is also brought to you by the Pickle Plug. The Megalodon. That's my new favorite drop, by the way. But that's really what he is, though. My boy is the best when it comes to these Kool-Aid pickles, man. Where else can you get, man, Kool-Aid pickles that ship nationwide? Expedited shipping, too, if you need that, too. You want it real quick? It's there, too. Man, go follow my boy, the Pickle Plug 16 on Instagram and Twitter right now. It's really the truth. My boy's really a mad scientist. What's that dude name from uh, Phoenix and Ferb? Uh, like Doofenshmirtz? That's him. <laughs> Go ahead and pick up some Kool-Aid pickles right now, bro. All flavors, anything you need. He is the best at what he does. And go pick up some right now. Do you need some swag? Do you need some new merch? Do you need something that makes you feel good about yourself? Go ahead and get you some Call Me Daddy merch. From 4AMer, that's the number 4AMER on Instagram. Shout out to my homie Aiden. The Megalodon! Hey, bro, the merch is so, so, so dope, man. I never get this many compliments on anything ever. Besides my teeth. <laughs> Go ahead and pick some up right now from 4AM or the Call Me Daddy merch. They got the hats, shirts, hoodies, jean jackets, custom wear to. Oh, yeah, you can get some custom too. You want something that says, Call Me Black Daddy, Call Me Rack Daddy? <laughs> That's an airball. Air hey, man, go pick up some merch right now, bro. Do not miss your opportunity before they run out. Go pick some up right now for 4 a.m. And be sure to follow Aiden as well on Instagram at Aiden C. That is A-I-D-E-N and the letter C. DJ Troy Nuts, the ruler, the king, Mr. Dramatic, ooh, I said ooh, Mr. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, the king of the loved ones, all the loved ones, all of them, all of them. All of them. Every last one of them. How many times are I going to tell you? How many times? Talk to me. I want you.
I've never heard this, by the way. So this is. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a nice one. I'll be obliged if you step outside. Oh, I have because heard this. my ride is awaiting. I dated a steak, a nightcap. We made it awakened by smells of perfume that I inhale and then tell how well we raise hell on the Denzel. Satin sheets, heat from your feet, keep me warm. The mood is perfected with the sounds from the storm. Stronger, I lasted longer than I've ever lasted. Your mouth was fantastic. The fuck test you passed it. The way you made a nigga laugh. I had to get you. Yes, sir. You know the vibes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the nice show i'm your dramatic host dj trey knight there's a nice one and i am sitting next to some of the best co-stars that i know and we'll start off with aiden the founder of call me daddy and uh she said uh she found out today that she might get sued but it's okay <laughs> it's the looks for me <laughs> um how you feeling today i'm good straight off the plane ready to get to it straight off the plane yep. atlanta atlanta i love it man i want to go back so bad it's been a minute they yeah. fooled <sighs> serious serious and to her left we have my brother producer dj dj pedigree which you might have him called throughout the interview jimmy hey jimmy where you going hey, what's good bro what's good? that's funny every time <laughs> uh-huh. that, that thing that literally never gets old bro no, i just i just i like it bro it fits me hey jimmy where you going i'm always going? i don't know where i'm going no because you really <laughs> do be moving yeah facts like you really do be moving i'll be moving too much yeah you know i don't Bro, want to tell you but relax <laughs> <laughs> but we have somebody very 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 special in here today a lot of bomb drops this episode very very special jimmy you ready yes you sure you ready yeah but i changed one thing oh lord okay <laughs> We got an introduction made for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got you. We got you. I thought the Space Age Pimpin' was the one. Yeah, no, no, no. We, 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 we got, got a little bit more run, for you. You can run that back one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll run it back at the end. I'll close, I'll close right, with what's it. What's up? Hell yeah. All right, bet. You ready, Jimmy? Yes. K104. Whoa, now. <laughs> you been working on that, bro? I'm God. sorry. I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. I practice in the mirror every night before yeah. I went to bed. <laughs> It, nah, know. that's a true story. Facts. I don't believe you when you say it, though. I mean, you, <laughs> just you got coach, coach me through it. Where is it? You got, yeah, it's got to come from a different place. It's got to come from a different place. Like, like my my like, heart. No, it's like <laughs> like it, it hurts, but it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm trying. Diaphragm area. Yes, you want yeah. me start over? Yeah. All okay. right, bet. K one hundred four. Well, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Um, the radio legend. A bad rule legend. Woo. The one and only. Okay. The Megalodon. <laughs> Cat Daddy is in the building. Wow. Whoa now. Whoa now. Yeah, see? That's, that's how but it he, goes. He, he, but he got like 20 plus years of experience. But he got like <laughs> raspiness. I think it's like his diaphragm. Like, and I think he, and he got the Louisiana accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, from you know, te- I'm from Texas, you know? Yeah. You see how I said it? I'm from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm country, bro. Like, you are country. Yeah, let me hear you. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. 
Nah, oh, wow. Wow. That, that was real bad. <laughs> was Where, where's he at? The whoa, womp, whoa, womp, womp. Pause. Whoa, pause. Yeah, that was fair. <laughs> okay, somebody else try it then. We all from Texas. I want to <laughs> hear it. Yeehaw. That was terrible. Now we got to do it. I don't know. I'm just do it. Just do it. I don't just practice my yeehaw. Just, uh, try it. I just said it. Yeehaw. Yeah, we got, what about the whoa now? Hit the whoa now one time. I don't know. Y'all not whoa now. What? It's like you try too hard. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, you have to make it your own. You do. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Whoa. Now. Yeah. You do gotta make it your yeah. own. Whoa now. Yeah. There you go. Find your. Yeah. Find your zone. <laughs> Find his own. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Look, come, Whoa. Hey, Whoa. come, come, hang out at the bar with me for a couple shots, and then start. Oh, some for time. sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll feel yeah. it for sure. I yeah, I, just, I need bit. me some green tea shots and some crown no. apple. I'm good. Stop boxing yourself in. I've tea. had those green tea shots. Those are pretty good. Actually. Serious. See, hey, see, they yeah. taste good, but but you're grown now, Trey. You gotta. <laughs> Don't box oh, yourself that, that's in. That's like a sissy drink or something. Yeah, yeah that's what. What do you want, Aiden? What do you? I drink crown apple. Oh. Or any whiskey. That's <laughs> 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 just like, I think she don't like McCallum 17. She yeah. don't apple. Nah. No whiskey or a cognac. Okay. My, my boy straight Everclear, man. I didn't, boy. Don't ever say that in your <laughs> life. Clear. Don't ever say that in your life. It's serious. It's, it's any kind of brown or tequila. Okay. But I do have a story, man. This is a true story. So. Um, I was going into college, right? I graduated, about to graduate high school, and I had the worst SAT scores ever. <laughs> I literally scored a 720 on my SAT, and then the second time I took it, I, t- I made a 630. Jimmy, my line? How you get less than your first First of all, time? I don't know what happened, and then I took the ACT, and I made a 14. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I had a good GPA. <laughs> so, so, um, so my aunt's, I, so I applied to all these schools. I ended up getting into Prairie View. Thank God I got into school, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was the scholarships. I was looking for scholarships, right? And then my aunt Charity, and I think I think Misha told me about this scholarship called the Ronald McDonald Scholarship, right? I heard of that. And so I was like, okay, they give you two thousand, like two thousand, and you get like a laptop, and you get like fifteen minutes. On K104 with Cat Daddy, right? And so I was like, so I was like, okay, bet. So I I fly and I got in, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about who you know, but I got in by the grace of God, right? And so I go to the thing, I get my laptop, I get my money and everything like that. And then later that week was my interview with Cat Daddy. I'm super nervous, right? Because I studied radio in high school, but it's like a real station, you know, it's like a this it's the real thing, right? So I pull up to uh K104's old studio. Is like, this when it was still at Valley View? Was that Valley View? Uh, no, that was uh, no. But that was ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so we were in Grand Prairie at first. Grand Prairie. It looked like yeah. a house on the outside, right? And I was like, "This mm-hmm. is K one four. I said, "Oh wow, right." <laughs> so I go in, and there's nobody in there. I'm talking about there's nobody in there, right? And the lights are off. So I'm just like, then my mom left. Like she just dropped me off in there. I was just there by myself, no Stranded. car. That was my phone, right? And I'm sitting there, and the lady, this lady walks in, and she was like, "Uh, who are you here for?" And I was like. Uh, I'm going to be on Cat Daddy's show tonight. She's like, okay. And he just left. She just said he's on the way. Nothing, right? And then Cat Daddy gets here. He was like, who you here for? And I was like, you. My name is Joe. So he was like, all right, bet. Come in here. So we kept, I went in there and we talked, right? And then I was only supposed to be on for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. But we ended up talking for an hour and a half, like, oh, that, that night. And we, we had a long conversation about radio, me going to school, and... Cat Daddy told me this story, and it stuck me for the rest of my life about how you worked at McDonald's when you were 17, and somebody heard your voice over the drive-through uh, intercom. So I do want to 
ask if you could repeat that story. That stuck with me like literally. I never get that story. Yeah, so why? And I try to share it with as many people as I can. People that have passion or people that really uh, want something more for themselves and just trying to figure out what it was. And for me, it was something that I was already doing. And uh, so yeah, seventeen years old. Um, I worked at McDonald's mm-hmm. and, you know, they teach you on the grill. They teach you how to cook burgers and the fries, you know, so that's how they start you off. So I got the hang of it. Then I would cut up, you know, I would cut up with my coworkers, tell jokes, stories and this, that and the other. My manager was always like, hey, if you don't shut your mouth, bro, I'm going to put you in the drive-thru. <laughs> like it's like a threat or whatever, yeah. you know, try to shut me up. And I was like, look, go ahead and put me in the drive-thru, bro, because I'm going to run my mouth. Right. Like, yeah. Just, just, I promise you, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so they put me in the drive-thru, right? And then it's like you wash dishes, and then when people come through the boo, then you take their order, and then you take the money, and mm-hmm. then you send it to the next one. So after like two or three weeks, I start to get the hang of it, you know? I'm starting to, you know, <laughs> yeah. feel. And I get to work one day, and my manager says, he says, uh, he said, hold on, like, what, what have you been doing in the drive-thru? And I said, well, I don't, I don't understand what do you mean. He said, man, people have been requesting you. Hmm. Requesting you at a drive-thru. Yeah, he was like, I was like, what? Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what? He said, yeah, man. He said, when you're not here, people notice that you're not here. They're like, hey, where's the guy, the other guy that's normally here? And so then I was started getting my confidence. So yeah. I was like, hey, welcome to McDonald's, home. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so then, you know, that's how I was my swag. I just wanted to make a connection, you know, mm. like, you're a customer, I'm here. Like, we're going to have a brief encounter. So let me just make it, mm-hmm. you know, put some sauce on it. And so a uh, dude came through the drive-thru one night and he was like, son, that's you on the intercom? And I said, yes, sir. He said, what are you doing in the drive-thru at McDonald's? Mm. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I was on fries last week, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 they just hooked me up, man. I'm getting promotion. When he's like, no, nah, what I mean is you need to be on the radio. And he was program director and he gave me my first my first job on the radio. So it's crazy. Man. And yeah, just... Wild. And then it's like every time I say it, I swear, man, I still get chills and I and get goosebumps mm. because it's like, man, I could have been on lunch break. I could have mm-hmm. been off that night. He could have went to Taco Bell. I could have been an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Like there's uh-huh. so many things that have to line up just That's for that, true. just for us to be yeah. in this room right now. Yeah. Like for each of us, we all have little stories like that. But for mine, it's like, damn, mm-hmm. like I'm glad I was on. And that's why I never leave the house on accident ever. Like I never meet mm-hmm. somebody and figure like, oh, it's nothing or it's no, it could be something for them or something for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have something and you try to, I try to share those, um, you know, try to share those stories and share those moments and try to make it all the way. Yeah, and I remember when you told me that story because I actually have a picture of us. <laughs> me in the drive-thru. <laughs> like, no, I have a picture of us. I'm going to post it on the video. Oh, this yeah. is a picture of us. Man, that's the same shirt I got yeah. on, man. What I'm talking about? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, the same, yeah. it's the same black shirt, but you see it, right? That's the picture of us that we took. Um, after you told me the story, but I remember going home, like being in a car, just being so inspired. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because we we hear we hear you like mm-hmm. on the radio, right, especially right. like growing up and stuff. But to actually just like get to have, just sit down and have a conversation, it's like it was like so surreal for that me. That interaction back because on the radio we could just hear it, you know. And now you got a chance to sit down and actually exactly, like, yeah, unless they call in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to give everybody their time, man, just because when I was coming up, like, people gave me their time and showed me the way, you know what I'm saying, and helped me through it and, and grab you by the shoulder and say, hey, look, this is how we do this. This is how you handle yourself. This is how we move around. Mm-hmm. And you put yourself in good positions and you trust the people that you work for and you find a way to put your own sauce on whatever the blueprint is laid for you. Right. You know, for me, it's easy to clock. You talk, you play music, tickets, you know. Mm-hmm. So then it's easy for me to just Tabasco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Just, uh, right. And um, so when you, whenever, you know, the program director, like, you started working with him, how was it, like, getting introduced, like, to radio, like, with him? 
Yeah, so um, this guy, this is the crazy part. This And there's more to this story, and it just keeps unfolding and folding. And it's like when people ask me to tell my story, man, there's like so many layers. Yeah. Mm. So this this was the high school teacher at, at, at my high school, and he, he had mm. a radio class. Okay. Mm. My high school in Baton Rouge was the only high school that had AM and FM radio. So we had a jazz station on FM, and then we had AM, which was classic soul, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, mm. Al Green, Wilson Pickett, Sam Cooke, like this straight soul music. Yeah. Mm. And so he was like, you go to Baton Rouge High, I recognize you. And I said, yes, sir. He said, um, so sign up for it you know, as an elective. I'll put you on the radio. Mm. So I was like, hell yeah. So like I went to <laughs> sixth hour. And that was my thing. I, they teach you how to run up the records and how to play the, you know, come out the song high. That was James Brown yeah. coming up. That was, you know, AM 1260 KBR, your home for solid gold. So, Cat, that <laughs> yeah. so that was like the, you know, so after like two or three weeks of class, he was like, you really like this, don't you? And I was like, hell yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I want to give you your own show on Saturday. Mm. And I was like, we don't have school on Saturday. He said, no, I'm going to pay you. Wow. So in high crazy. school, I worked on the radio station on Saturdays and they so when I got my report card they would give me a paycheck oh, wow. 17, 18 well, that's, that, that flex is different that flex is, is different like, yeah. I'm getting paid to go to school now yeah <laughs> and I was just, I was just blown away and then my you know my mom and they would call all their friends and be like he's gonna be on the radio yeah and so it was just like a big deal for me and my family and just as like fun as hell like you want me to play music and talk and answer right. the phone like <laughs> man I'm sure like I, I was only making like five dollars an hour but it was part mm -hmm. you know I was getting experience mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I know people that have degrees that can't get experience, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that was that's how it unfolded. You know, he was like, dang, I know you. You go to school and he put me in the spot and I just, you know, took advantage, you know. So, you know, I would get on there and say my real name. And then once he was like, hey, we want to do your Saturday show. And I was like, well, let me get a let me get an on air name because yeah. I don't want to be on there. I'd be like, hey, my name is Randy. <laughs> yeah. I, wanted, I really wanted to come up with something slick. And so I went to class uh, with, with the next, I was sixth hour, seventh hour. I was like, yo, they about to give me my own show. Yeah. Mm. And all my friends, they were like, oh, that's dope. We got to come up with a name. And I was like, oh, yeah. What about Radio Randy? I was like, I don't know Radio Randy. <laughs> <laughs> and, so one of the, and she was like, well, what type of music is, is it? And I was like, you know, James Brown, Wilson Pickett, mm. Al Green. She was like, what about Cat Daddy? And when she said that, I was like, damn, that's the one, Cat that's Daddy. It, yeah. Cat Daddy. Yeah, because I'm trying to like be. You know, mm -hmm. flirty Ooh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, but that was the music. That was like the vibe, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it went, it went right along with it. And then every, you know, the next two stations that I worked for, nobody had a problem with Cat Daddy. So I just, That's I just, crazy. yeah, I just kind of kept it. And what time of the day were you on on Saturdays? Uh, so it was noon to three. Noon to three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was the Rhythm Request Show with Cat Daddy, and Man. it was actually. And what they did, it was cool. They simulcast it, so they put it on. On they put it on um, ninety point three, the FM station, and they did it on AM. So I was on both. Like during the I week, know. I was just on AM. So yeah, just you know, running the board, just like what you're doing right here. Uh -huh. This is fun to me. You know, like, yeah. Like I'm in charge. Like if I want to stop the music, I can stop it. If yeah. I want to, hold on, I got an announcement. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was cool for me. And then people say, oh, I heard you. And you were like, damn, I didn't know I was in the room by myself. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. So you don't know who's listening, driving right. around. And then mm -hmm. to jump into their life and then have them tell you that you were a part of their, you know, oh man, you played that song or that, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's, right. that's, that's really the part that blows my mind. It's like, the damn, impact, I didn't, I, yeah. yeah, you hear somebody telling you something that you did. And then like years later with your story, like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, try to be a part of somebody's life and, you know, right. yeah, yeah. Did you realize you had an interest before that whole altercation happened? Altercation, well, man. Well, not altercation. <laughs> that's not like that's a, that's a, you got to fight? <laughs> before your experience happened. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, like, when I was in preschool and kindergarten, I used to just get up, like, when people would, I, I didn't feel like I, 
I didn't feel like I belonged there. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I was like better or nothing like that than anybody else. Just like I felt like, hey, hold on, somebody's nobody's gonna make an announcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I started doing. I started, you know, being in school plays, reading announcement, hosting talent shows. Okay, so you know yeah, this was natural. Right. For you. Like yeah, like it comes natural. So yeah. it's just like, what you gonna give me a microphone? That's cool. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like even with you, like you call mm-hmm. me, I'm like, shit, I'm gonna be here. Legit. That, that's literally like, how it went. <laughs> like, yeah, it's literally how it you want went. me to talk? All right, I'll be there. That's all I do. Don't <laughs> ask mm-hmm. me to do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm worried about these last three questions you got to do. No, 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 they're, 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 they're fun. It's going to be some bullshit. All right. <laughs> How long were you doing the radio cast for our radio show for your school? So that was my senior year. So I did that. Uh, so I was 17. And then even after I graduated, they kept me on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm. Yeah. So for that was like another. Did your pay increase or because you nah, were a student? They, uh. Yeah, they $5 an hour. But what I what happened was. While I was there, the program director, program director for the high school station, got a job at the hip hop station on a morning show, mm. oh, okay. and so that was my lead in to my next radio station. Right, and yeah. that's a blessing. Yeah, like. and then Later. I was working yeah, at both radio stations. I was doing, yeah, I was doing classic soul during the weekend, like just one day a week, just because I didn't want to abandon it. Right, yeah. and then I was doing yeah. the hip hop. Yeah, I was doing hip hop too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and then I was waiting tables. Man, I used to wait tables and and bus at this place called the Steam Room Grill. And it was right across the street from No Limit Studios, and like, mm. and the rappers they would come into the studio, and then we'd kick it after we get off of work. Yeah, I got yeah, I got man. so many stories, man. That's like, dope. That's crazy. yeah, like yeah, I mean all them cats, you know, Silk and C Murder and all the Beast by the Pound, KLC. They yeah. would come in there, be like, "What up, Cat Daddy, Mystical?" <laughs> Everybody would come in there, uh-huh. and, like, and then when I start working on the radio, so then we had interviews and we did you know intros and drops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It made it real easy just because we already knew it. They were like, "Man, you got a job on the radio? That's what's up, man. Let's come through." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were wild, man. C Murder and them boy, like yeah, they were, yeah, they were really wild, man. <laughs> Mac Fiend, Moby Dick, yeah, Master P, all the Master P gave me a no limit tank, man. Yeah, true. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, hard. man. That's really hard. Bro, I got That's a hard. picture with Lil Wayne. He got one tattoo. No lie, I swear to God, he got. Just, how old was he? 16 maybe 14 yeah, yeah. Mm. he was young yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's wild. wild shit but yeah man so um uh i forgot your question i hope i answered it you were you you did it for a year then you got a job after. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. i did it yeah so i once i graduated they kept me on mm-hmm. and then um then i was in college working at the high school radio station still and um the, where'd you the go to college southeastern it's in uh mm-hmm. Hammond, louisiana so okay. yeah, okay. yeah yeah Shout out to uh, Robin Roberts. That's like her slew, baby. And my man, Big Easy from the Globetrotters. Big Easy. <laughs> um, and, and I could tell, like, all this is just built up to where you are now. Because mm-hmm. we all know Cat Daddy's cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, on real. But when I actually sit here, sat there and watched him, right? So he had to record, like, drops for, like, the next song coming on, right? Mm-hmm. So he was sitting here like, up next we got, they said, I'll mess up. Oh, next we got da da da, and he, it was like, and then literally he was like, "I got to edit this." It was like, "You want to let you say so you want to see me edit?" I was like, "Yeah." He literally was like, "Cut, cut, paste right there." Bet it's gonna be on in twenty seconds. I was like, "What, bro?" But it's like real time. It was the craziest thing. How he said and cut up like yeah. the audio and did it like it was so crazy, bro. Like, and he, he showed me how to do it, and he I, I got to record one. I was super nervous. But he was like, "It's okay if you mess up. We'll just edit, did you edit mess it, it up." I, I did mess up, but he, we edited. <laughs> I forgot what song was going to the next one. Yeah, the Vox Pro. That's what that was. That tool. Mm-hmm. It's like a little remote, kind of like this. And it's, but I, the reason why I'm good at editing is because I make a lot of mistakes. That's really why. Really, I'm <laughs> I go back and fix my shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it don't seem like it. Trust me. I'm. I'm. If I know if. 
if I know I'm recording it, right? Like, I mean, clearly I know I'm recording it, but if I know I have time to edit it, then I'll consciously, mm. I'll do it. But if I know if we're going live, then, then we would just go live. Like, yeah. I know I can't start over. Right. Just, we just, right. that's why I like being live because it's always right now. Uh -huh. mm. Once you start thinking like this, I know it's right. recorded. So I was like, okay, when I listen to it later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I, you know, if I don't want to curse, I won't curse. It's just a switch that click. Mm. Okay. You know, but I try to be, it sounds better when you're in, in the moment. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, uh huh. That's yeah. true. So, how was that transition from Louis to transition from that from Louisiana to mm -hmm. Dallas? Like, how was that? Yeah, and when did you move? No, mm -hmm. oh, so okay, so um, uh, 2001. Okay. And I had just graduated, so well, I was four. Yeah, <laughs> I was four years old. Yeah, yeah. Bro, we That's why young. I'm so good at that editing machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Um, so that was. I had did, you know, the, the hip-hop station once, when I was in college. So that was, yeah, 2001. I moved out here June 2001. And that was like... Um, you were by yourself when you moved? Yeah. Just you? Just me, yeah. What up. made you move here? Um, this is where I wanted to be. So, mm. once, so once people started telling me that I was good, like I didn't realize that I, I was just like, this is what I'm doing for fun. You mm -hmm. know, it wasn't like I was trying to make a career out of it. Like I didn't want to be like... Casey Kasem and Ryan Seacrest. I was just like, mm -hmm. look, this is cool. You know, I'm hanging out with rappers and I'm getting chicks. Like, it gets better than this. I was yeah. like, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm already kicking it and we're already, oh, you sure? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, dude was like, nah, man, you can go to a major market, man, and make some real money if you want. Just let me know. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm not going to go until I graduate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me finish up strong with That's my school. Good. Yeah, I didn't want to leave. Didn't be stuck out here with no degree and you right. know, like that. And so, uh, yeah, got out here 2001, and it was like, I felt like I got drafted, man. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I felt like I got made to the pros, you know? Like, in Baton Rouge, it's like, you know, 600,000 people. Mm. Wow. You know, in Dallas, Fort Worth, it's 6 million people. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's a completely yeah. different ballgame, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I, I, tap, I didn't maxed out, you know what I'm saying, in mm -hmm. Baton Rouge, as far as radio was concerned. They're like, right. you got to move out. You got to do something. You got, you know, too much going on. You need to jump on it. I was like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there's whole other stories of how I met the people that brought me out here and, you know, how they set me up and, you know, introduced me to the right people and skip cheat. I mean, it's just so many, you know, people that have to have a part in your success. You know, it's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm. And so whenever you came here, was how was was the embracement good? Like, yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, dog. Like, <laughs> man, it was just love from day one. And I was so fucking nervous, bro. That shit. Really? Would, I would, yeah, man. I was fucking up. Like, I would say the old station's phone number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad. Like, and then it's like, you know, like, my thing is connection. So mm. being in a new city, okay, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where to eat. I don't know the streets. I don't know the neighborhoods. Right. I don't know the you schools. can't connect with people. I can't connect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, completely just, like, naked out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, then I have to talk to you? Like, who am I talking to? Crooked eye? I don't know what that is. Nor <laughs> that. Yeah, uh-huh. And so for, like, the first three months, man, it was fucking hell, bro. Like, man. I ain't gonna lie. But once I got comfortable, that was, I look back, I was like, that was the funnest three months. Yeah. Just because it forced you to make connections. It forced you to travel and see people and meet, you know, and okay, yeah, you know, and then that's how Throw Down Sam and these cats, they brought mm -hmm. me around, be like, look, we're going to take you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what they did. And everywhere I went, they were like, okay, yeah, you're going to fit right on in, Cat Daddy. Okay, cool ass, you know, whatever. <laughs> And so, yeah, that was it. Then what, the more people you see, and I still haven't met everybody in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I still haven't been to every high school or been to every spot and, you know, and, and met everybody. So that's the challenge. It's like, yo, how many people can I meet? So whenever they 
hear me, they like, oh no, I know him. Like right. they mm-hmm. have a connection on that side too. It's not just, you know, it's not just easier for me. It's easier for them too. Like, oh yeah, Cat Daddy, he's crazy. Right. <laughs> and um getting getting in radio is actually really, really hard. Like if especially if you don't know like some people and especially if you don't intern. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so whenever you move to Dallas, are you able to explain like some of your process of how you end up getting like your own show? Yeah, I wasn't gonna come up without my own show. That's Mm. You know, I wasn't going to leave. I'm like, look, give me some, I need a contract. I need something that says I'm about to move out there and make, you know, how dedicated are y'all to me? I mean, because right. I'm about to just pack up. You know, I lived in the same bedroom for 23 years. Yeah. I like, mm. you know, I like um, consistency. I like, you right. know, I like security. I like security. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I like, okay, cool. Like if I'm coming up there, that's why I didn't leave without a, you know, degree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, need, sense, I need to go ahead. Just something. You know, like, a I need, contingency plan. Right. Well, I just, a net. Mm-hmm, I wouldn't okay. say a plan. I would say a net. Like I'm not just gonna, in case, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna bust my ass. Like right. it might fall, but it won't be like uh, I'm not gonna be on the street. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't you like necessarily plan have to move all the way back home too, right? Right, right, right. I can come up there and get on the radio three years. I can make connections and meet the network in Dallas. Figure like there's mm-hmm. major market. I can somebody's gonna have something for me. You know what I'm saying? But that mm-hmm. was never my plan. Like never right. was it like oh, I'm gonna do this just in case. I'm like no, here's a fucking net. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I won't fall through. I'm not. Tied down anything like if I'm a trapeze or something, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? I'm not, yeah. But I'm there's I'm not gonna fucking bang right. my face. <laughs> right. Smart. Yeah. Exactly. And so scary is what it is. That's, that's really what it is. Like, damn, <laughs> I gotta buy my own groceries and shit. Like, like I'm yeah. the same. Like my mom did everything. That's just mm. growing up. That ain't. <laughs> but I was like stepping out, so I was like, I mean, well, yeah, shit, that's on. all you know too. And then you move into a whole yeah. nother state, city, all of that. Yeah, yeah. that makes. Sense. Oh yeah, I'd be nervous too. Yeah, be, but you know, life's about risk. It really yeah. is. Like that's I mean, when it really gets fun when you're uncomfortable yeah. and it forces you to figure it out and really find your okay, cool. I'm cool with this. I, I like being, you know, what I'm saying like you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I like being on the edge because it's like you. I get nervous still on the get in front of people on stage, but I like it. I like cool. Here's my chance. There's something going on. It's not for me. It's for them. What what is right. it? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. You say you still get nervous. It's still like like people ask me, do I still get nervous before like interviews and stuff? And like I do sometimes. You know, like I really do. But it's interesting to hear you say you still get nervous in front of people. No, I get more nervous now just because it's like you're recording this. Like once this out there in the world, it's fucking forever yeah. like literally so, like yeah. you cannot you say wrong shit or the th- wrong mm-hmm. thing you're burnt bro literally <laughs> yeah so it's like yo but hold on let me make sure that i'm in there and focus yeah. really you know what i'm saying zoned mm-hmm. in man, yeah, man. And, I, and i you're definitely one of those people who uh appreciate the process i could just hear like in like when you speak like how you want to finish everything and i feel like that's that's really important because yeah. a lot of people they just they want to start something and they're like well why don't i have a thousand subscribers or why don't i have this right now and it's just like it's a process to everything and i can definitely tell you're a person who enjoys the process of doing things mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's the that's one of my favorite things is how do you find what is what are your you know what do you need what is your exercise that you're comfortable with that other people respond to not just what you like to do like i like doing this okay well yeah nobody's really picking up on that mm-hmm. right. and then you have to trust the people that you work for right because they're gonna show you hey that right there is dope yeah you need to keep doing that i'm like really like the whoa now thing and all that <laughs> yeah uh-huh. like somebody told me they were like yo that was dope you need to do it again i'm like what 
Yeah, uh-huh. Like, that's just what you say, like, when you're like, what up, whoa, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like me saying, what up, bro? Like, yeah. uh-huh. the same fucking thing. So that's yeah. how you came up with it? Just natural? I didn't come up with that. Like, that's just that's some... A, yeah, it's it's everyday slang. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. huh, bro? Whoa, nah. Yes, indeed. Like, this is like exclamation. Uh-huh. And people be like, yo, that's dope. That's really dope. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then you say it again, and people respond mm-hmm. to it. And then, and then when they see you, they're like, whoa, now I can't that. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we have a connection. Yeah. And it's easy and it's not in the way, you know, shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of like your brand, your personality. Exactly. Yeah. It, it becomes naturally and it's organic and it's something that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you find the process, the things that you like to do. Okay, this is cool. This is what I'm comfortable with. And then mm-hmm. the ones that people respond to, like, okay, dope. I can give you all that all day. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. That's dope. I like that. So when did you see your impact on um like the city when you see when you start to see like oh this is actually really working out for me out here? When you tell me stories like you told me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's nothing greater than that right there, bro. Oh well I'm I'm glad <laughs> <Not that. laughs> no, there's nothing greater than that. Like once you understand like this is your life, right? It's, it's your movie, it's your book, like it's just your movement, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm trying to do is take my position and what I'm platforming and say, you know what, man, like I got here because I just enjoyed what I did. Mm. Find out what you enjoy doing and then just find a way to get paid from it. And, right. and find mm-hmm. a way to find some joy in it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's money or not. And I'm saying if, if I had something to do with that or some type of impact, hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So, that's how you live forever, man. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's how, you know, get so, game, give game. So going off that, like, you know, realizing that you're going to be, like, when it's all said and done, that you're going to be one of the voices of DFW, like, how does that make you feel? Like, when you, like, one day it's like, all right, you know, I, I did this, you know, like, for X amount of years. I did radio. Like, I did all these events. I impacted the culture here, like. Like a small kid coming from Baton Rouge to DFW, how does it make you feel? Um, I don't know. <laughs> really, with this big ass smile on my face, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and I never take it for granted. Not one, not one second. Not one break on the radio. I don't ever take it for granted. I just take advantage of those opportunities and those relationships. And so, yeah, I mean, Dallas and show me so much love and allow me to be what you're saying is, you know the foundation yeah you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying part of the foundation that's woven into the fabric of the community you know what i'm saying and for almost it'd be almost 20 years mm. you know what i'm saying it's like you can't help but it's you're there and there's nothing you have to do i don't have to show off for nobody just people know what it is like yeah yeah you know and so it's uh yeah i feel like this is where i'm supposed to be and mm-hmm. i won't never let nobody down is it crazy to know like almost everybody in dallas like knows who you are Hell yeah, that's why, I like, that's why I like getting out of town. Like, man, can I please go somewhere? Yeah, there's no privacy. But yeah, like, mm. I just feel like, um, and that's cool. It gives me an excuse to talk to anybody I want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, man, that's just Cat Daddy from the radio. You know, yeah, like, uh-huh. I can really talk. And that's really my personality is, you know, being able to never talk to a stranger mm. type, type, you know, outlook. Like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm assuming that you're doing your thing and you're trying to find your way in life just like I was. So yeah. I'm gonna. how can I be a part of that? You right. know, can I help you out? And so that's just how I um, move. Yeah, it helps, though, that people know who you are. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, like, yeah. I got out of a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like people will forever know who you are because you're still going out and visiting these elementary schools, you know, these mm-hmm. intermediate schools and middle schools. Like, because uh, K-104 came to my school. I was like, 
I was probably like in the third grade, something like that. <laughs> and they brought uh, you all brought the um, what's his name? The the I think his name is Rowdy, um, the Dallas Cowboys uh mascot the mascot. Yeah. mascot. He came. They was like, we got a surprise for y'all. K one, we saw K one four. Like, what's gonna happen? Then Rowdy came out. We all went crazy. It was the craziest <laughs> thing ever. Like, we got like t shirts and stuff. I don't know where my t shirt is now, but but um, <laughs> probably doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but the thing is, that's why when I say people forever know you because you're still having an impact on the community mm-hmm. like yeah. you're still visiting you was just at what school were you at last Man, i was we did five schools on monday in one day in one, in one day? day yeah we did uh, it was so man the seniors a lot of them have been going to school and getting their work done so they was like hey mm. we setting up four or five schools you just come out here and talk to these kids you know because i have a foundation called school is cool foundation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so um one of our one of our giveaways is called j's for a's mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but the A's is not just for your grades. It's not just for straight A students. A's is A's, academics is one, but it's also attendance, yeah. athletics. You know that, what I'm saying, yeah. you know, attitude. Just to let them know, like, hey, man, we understand, like you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You might not have a high SAT score or whatever. <laughs> it's <just> super bad. <laughs> but just realize maybe school ain't cool for you. Mm-hmm. But it's your coaches, your teachers, your mm-hmm. counselors, your friendships. The community. The yeah. community, the network mm-hmm. that you're making along the way that's really going to be important to you in your life. When you have people that's really showing you the way and can't, like, these people are not going to let you down. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you find out through school. That's how I got in radio, through school. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. in, in order for me to, you know, give back and give that fulfillment all the way. You have to let them know, like, hey, somebody came and talked to me when I was in third grade and brought Rowdy out there, and my mm-hmm. T-shirt don't fit no more or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the way, that's what, okay, there's something going on here. And some kids get it, and some it's, maybe it's not for everybody, but, you mm-hmm. know, the ones that do, that's who it's for. So when you tell me stuff like that, I feel like, woo. Yeah, especially for you to remember that in third grade. That, you know? yeah. I, I really so, don't forget a lot of things. Like yeah. things like like super, super important things that made me super excited, like in my life, I yeah. really don't forget them things. Like, And it's kind of crazy. Like, so, so then once you know that, people will do that same thing for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They will remember this, the times that they have with you. Like, I remember talking to you at the um, at the thing for the McDonald's. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? You, I was like, when is this kid going to leave? <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> I had to wait for my mom to come pick me up. <laughs> boys, boys, they had no car. So you, <laughs> we had to wait for my mom to come. I was like, hey, and there was I'm no- to get off, bro. Yeah, yeah, there was no service in there. So it's like, hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a contact. I'm to get, he told you, I tried to let him edit one of my calls. Like, look, man, you want to stay here, bro? <laughs> No, right, you're about, you to to work. Yeah. you're about to have your own show after midnight. <laughs> yeah, man. for real. A nice show. <laughs> yeah, hey. There you go. Hey, that's a drop. That's a drop. <laughs> for sure. So you would consider yourself a philanthropist? Um, I don't I don't know what it's called, man. It's, that's that's I mean, what it's like giving back mm, to the community, giving I back, like, looking out for yeah, the, the think, youth. I, yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that movement for yeah. sure. Do you, so what's your favorite community event to like host or put on Ooh. for? Cause you man. do a lot. You do. Oh man, I see a what lot. is my favorite? My favorite man, probably State Fair Classic Weekend. Mm. Just the I entire weekend. Yeah, it's really dope, man. It's you know the bands, the games. Like cause Friday night we do football games, high school football games. Yeah. Then Saturday morning we're right at Kincaid or wherever at Lancaster, maybe do with the Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. And then um, then we have like the entire station or whoever's you know on the street like it's so it's, it's we're deep yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's really the best part we you know what are we doing for lunch what are we doing this that like if you get the thing you know yeah and then, you know somebody's always sneaking in a flash to the gang you know yeah <laughs> are you gonna are they gonna do it this year uh, we did it we so it was actually a spring game this year okay mm-hmm. yeah so it was and they played at the baseball stadium so yeah we so they the station's still not sending you know at the time right now they're not still not doing 
you know, just because of legalities. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. So I was there, but I wasn't with right. the, mm-hmm. with the station. So yep. it was, yeah, Grand PV at the baseball stadium. Uh, Drew Hill performed at halftime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot different. Yeah, it was a lot different. And then, uh-huh. yeah, we'll get it again in the fall. I guess, you know, I. October, September, whenever. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that new uh, Globe Life uh, Stadium yet. Yeah, I, I saw some videos on it, uh, but it looks crazy. Like I haven't seen it. It's too nice, man. Nah, for real. Oh, my bad, you. No, I was gonna. Well, I had like another question. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions, but yeah, you know, like, come on. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is the culture like at K one hundred four? Like, mm-hmm. did it change throughout the years? Like, because you've been there for almost well, two decades mm-hmm. now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I think the the technology culture changed a lot, mm-hmm. you know, changes some things around really was the, the, probably the biggest impact. Um, they had an impact whenever um, they changed the way that the stations were rated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It used to be like a diary format where they send you like a, a, a notepad and you'd be like, hey, my favorite radio station is mm-hmm. K104. I listen to, you know, DD in the morning, right? You would write it down. Now yeah. they send out like monitors that actually monitor what you're listening. So it used to be like a popularity mm-hmm. contest. And now mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is what you're really doing. Right. But okay. the pager is, you know, it's, but so yeah, that changed the culture a little bit. Of course, personalities changed when I got there. It was, you know, Skip Murphy and yeah. Yeah. Oh, Skip wow. Cheetah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. a different set of people, you know, uh, Kenny J, Big Baby, yeah. Reggie mm-hmm. D, and Throwdown Sam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, big Craig. childhood. Yeah, literally. Everybody's, literally my childhood. Everybody's childhood. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally. The culture was set like way before I got there. Like mm-hmm. when, I, when I walked into K1, I was like, yo, this is something really fucking special that y'all have here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one independent owner, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not like Radio One or Clear Channel that yeah. mm-hmm. one guy's down in his office the whole time, super nice guy, you know, it's just everything is in is in the hallway, everything is self inclusive and mm-hmm. yeah, just man, just unbelievable um culture just walking in. Like this is real radio. This is a you know, old school Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Really, we're just going off energy. We're not going mm-hmm. off. They, they A lot of people make decisions based off of science and numbers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people make decisions based off of art. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I think K104, we've been able to make more decisions off of art because we're not tied down to some corporate numbers and stuff. Right. So like, hey, right. We believe in this and we, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put something behind us because that's, you know, that's what we, we believe and that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before... Before they look at numbers and say something, you know, like right. when I say numbers, I mean like ratings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or like, that, well, yeah. shoot, if we put one DJ in 30 cities, we can save X mm-hmm. amount of dollars. Yep. Uh, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So with the independent. Before it came real cor- corporate. Right, right. Yeah. So we, they're like, yo, we let the art ride. You know what I'm saying? We let personalities shine and let the promotions roll, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I, um, I, when, you, when you say about like having their own culture um when you got there it was so funny earlier this week we was talking about uh the i love school song like yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like i was like should we open an interview with this? i was like i don't know if we should i was like but that's literally my childhood like legit would listen yeah. to that and every morning man yeah. it reminds me of memories like um my my dad had this truck with the driver's side didn't work so he had to climb over the passenger <laughs> seat but that song will always be on every morning on the way to school <laughs> I That's so dope. Yeah, the best I can be. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy how I take you to a place? 
No, I'm telling it's you, it's like a feeling though. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like every time he hear that song, he feel like he got to climb across the sea. <laughs> no, literally, I literally think about that Silver Explorer. Misha, you remember that Silver Explorer? <laughs> that my dad, it, the driver's door did not work. He had to climb over the the, the passenger seat. And that's the song you think of. My my hair came on. I think came on before I do. Yeah, I love school, but I hate climbing across the seat every morning. Dad. When you gonna get this shit fixed, Dad? <laughs> we gonna get it fixed. Oh my gosh, that that was serious. Um, so when you speak, we speak of radio, and um, do you see a, a change like or different challenges with the rise of like the streaming era? Like, is it like what are some of the challenges that you see while working in radio? Yeah, I mean, like everybody can have their own radio show. You know, to, mm-hmm. and you clearly, I'm in your kitchen right now with this shit set up right here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's just more options. You know what I'm saying? You, you mm-hmm. have more options. It's like with cable, there's 150 channels, you know what I'm saying? But you watch ESPN and you watch Fox. Yeah, watch whatever. I don't watch you know? cable like that. So. Or whatever. I'm just saying, like, you have <laughs> options. So you have yeah, your yeah, channels yeah. that you go to. Radio's still the only free entertainment left in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything That's else true. you have to pay for radio is absolutely free if you have a, a radio in your car then you never have to send in a bill you're never going to be asked That's to pay true. anything and not only that you might tune in and win something too that's true. We, we might I pay you. I won something yeah. on the radio. One What'd you win? Time. Nah, come I don't on, remember Aiden. what it was. It's like a keyboard or something. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was a long. Time ago. Daddy was so excited to hear with you. I like your like, stories better. Like you yeah. remember everything. I like. I don't know. It was something. Some well, like it wasn't, it, it wasn't a, from K one hundred four though. It's like from one hundred six point one. Yeah, that's why you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, K one hundred four. You've been in the studio two hours hanging out. Okay. Yeah, no, legit, legit. Um, but that's that's interesting you bring it up like everybody can literally have like their own thing but some a lot of people aren't consistent like a lot of people just like mm-hmm. are just numbers 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 if i don't get this then i i guess it's not working out for me yeah like, you gotta have a you know you do have to have a plan and a, and a goal for your vision and and you know and an active plan and resources to you know bring that to fruition mm-hmm. some people they can talk by themselves in their bathroom and have 10 million views or whatever you know mm-hmm. but yeah radio is the, the format is solid it's not going anywhere you know it's People still trying to get their songs played on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? People still like, man, how come I ain't on the radio yet? Like, yeah. it's still like a, like a mark, a benchmark of success for yeah. a lot of musicians, a lot of, you know, radio mm-hmm. DJs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's still like, yo, radio is like, okay, that's, I felt, it's like pros. Like, you're, yeah. you're a pro, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, mm-hmm. not like, this ain't pro. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But just like, it's like, cool, you know, you get a check to play music. Exactly. Yeah. You right. know, in a major market, you know? Mm-hmm. And um and anybody in the world can hear you, you know, now with this internet. So it's not just local anymore too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's challenges, man. But like the thing is, I if I want to hear my favorite song, I'm not gonna tune into the radio. Mm. If I want to hear my favorite song, I'm gonna go like I go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I do. I just yeah. pull it up. Like I wanna hear it right away. I'm gonna go to it. I'm not gonna wait for somebody to play it on a right, right, Spotify right. or what yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. I, you know. Mm-hmm. XM or something like that I'm gonna right. go get it And that's the thing It's like you can instantly hit Grab but That's why people have podcasts I mm-hmm. wanna hear people Talk about something For 30 minutes Okay cool This is where I'm gonna go Yeah You know So how do you feel about uh, Artists who Like in the city Who say that You know Dallas You know radio Doesn't support them Or something like that uh, I don't know That's If that's how they feel Man I, I hate that mm-hmm. Because Dallas Really puts on for the city Man yeah. I, I mm-hmm. promise you Man like they just haven't got a taste of the glory yet. That's all I would say, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's part of it too, is feeling like you're the underdog and feeling like you don't have a chance. And, you know, like, man, I don't know, man. I ain't really, it's, man, I don't know. They're not really, you know, that's cool. Find another way. 
How hard yeah, yeah. is it to get like your song played on the radio? It's not hard as long as it's off the fucking right. chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like now I would go to strip clubs and, and you know, internet mm. before I go to the radio. Mm. Like, mm. you know, it used to be radio would be the first place that you hear a song. Now right. it's really like the last place. Mm. You know, it has to be proven first. There's so much music out there. There's so many options yeah. and TikTok and all this shit. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, songs that go platinum before the sun goes down. I'm not right. bullshit. Literally. Like, That's crazy. And then it's like, and then, you know, as a program director, not me, but as the program director and music director, you have to make calls on that should i put this in because it's hot for a week yeah uh-huh you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. because it's the uh bus it challenge or whatever mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and that's the things like yo it's on tiktok it's on youtube man mm -hmm. so and so yo beyonce other, other format beyonce came mm -hmm. on stage with um throw that ass in the circle yeah that's true <laughs> and that was true. before that, i think that was before we were playing it like in re regular rotation mm -hmm. and motherfucker was like yo shit beyonce come on with it we gotta slap that bitch you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true we gotta slap it on so like you know it's that's how it forces radio to do it so yeah get it hot in the clubs Get it hot in the strip, you know, get the strippers to dance to your song. Like right, a, yeah, no facts. Like, don't ask no grown-ass man, you know? You ask, <laughs> yeah. you ask a, a girl between the age of 12 and 22 mm. with the hot songs. They're going to pick the songs. Trust mm. me. Like, you're going to ride around the car and listen to his shit. And he's going to ride around listening to your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to support each other. But, you know, you want to know what's going to be hot? You ask them little girls. They'll tell you. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Don't ask grown-ass, man. I'm like, man, I'm listening to A-Ball and MJG. Space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, with, when, with you doing, like, radio over, like, like say, about to be 20 years, 2021. Oh, this is in Dallas. So yeah, in yeah. Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas. Do you have a special, like, best moment on air that you can remember, <laughs> like, that just blew your mind? Man, blew my <laughs> mind? Mm-hmm. Damn, bro, blew my mind, <laughs> man. I've had so many. I've dog, dog, too many, man. Confessions. We used to do confessions. We used to do the, the pep rally. I man, pimp C interviews. Mm -hmm. Oh man, dog, so many. Man, that's a crazy question, bro. <laughs> man, let me just. I'm pick, sorry. I, to... <laughs> I can pick a couple stories. Let me just okay. try to pick a couple stories. So Ti. This was funny. I called T.I. Um, Clifford Harris on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his real name. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> so, so this is like, <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. I'll never forget this. So he called, it was a call-in interview. And rem remind me to tell you one about um, Jermaine Dupree too. Jermaine Dupree, okay. I said okay. something about Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh yeah, he was hot about that too. Okay. So, so T.I. calls in. And, like, we haven't started recording yet. You know how we just kind of, like, vibe mm -hmm. out before we start? Right. So he calls in. I'm like, oh, here we go. I got you on, bro. What's up? What's up, man? He's like, what's up? What's up? This cat daddy? I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I got you on. Clifford Harris. <laughs> <laughs> like, just said it out, you know, like, you know. Like you would say, you know, Sean Combs or whatever. Like, yeah, uh -huh. You know? And so he was like, what? What? And you could tell he was talking to somebody. <laughs> he was like, hold on. Why are you calling me by my government? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's like, hey, why you call me by my government name? And I was like, oh, no, I was just being funny, bro, because I just seen it on the screen right here. I was like, he's like, yeah, don't, don't say that when we get on the radio. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So, like, once that, he was on a whole nother level, like, after he said, after, yeah. like, he was like, he didn't want to have nothing to do with the interview. I mean, he was there, but he was just, like, not interested because I had called him out his, well, I called him his name. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And so, uh. 
So we did the interview for like 10, 12 minutes or whatever. And then the record label called back right after he got off the phone. <laughs> and the lady was like, Miss Colleen, I'll never forget. She was like, hey, Cat Daddy, make sure you don't put that part on there where you say Cliff and <laughs> Yeah, then, I, I just I just know that energy was like I can't believe. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Pimp C was like that too. So man, I got a couple interviews with Pimp C that were like a one man. Like one thing I say about Pimp, like he was there was nothing fake or phony or studio about him. That motherfucker was man. Like he would tell you like he yeah he told me one time he like somebody gonna smell my cologne. Like what did he say? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah okay okay. So he <laughs> he he got out of jail right, mm -hmm. and so um. We, his first interview out of jail was him and his Bentley driving to Dallas for a show. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're on the phone and the cops pull him over while we're doing the interview. And I'm like, Pimp, <laughs> hey man, that did the whole air police over there bro, <laughs> with the red and blue flash. And they, they just, you don't want to see a, um, a, you know what I'm saying, play on 30. They just hating on me. Hold on, let me pull over. I was like, look, go ahead, take care of that man. Just call me once they roll out. Yeah. Like, oh no, you keep rolling the tape, cat daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the glove compartment right there, officer, right there. Yeah, yeah, they just mad because I'm doing 80 right here, coming up to 45. <laughs> <laughs> and so we finished our interview, man. We finished our interview for like, you know, another 10, 15 minutes. And he was like, all right, Cat Dad, I'll see you at the show tonight. And I was like, cool. So then we left from the studio. My show was over. And then we met up at the hotel. Mm -hmm. And we were there before he got there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Pimp C pulls up. This is at the Hyatt right there by Reunion. Mm -hmm. So he pulls in. It's me and Mel to Mac. I don't know if y'all know Mel to Mac. Misha does. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> yes. so me and Mel to Mac, we waiting outside by the K104 truck. And he pulls up. And I was like, what's up, Pimp, man? I'm Cat Dad. I just did an interview. He's like, oh, what's up, Cat Dad? I was like, hey, man, you mind if we get a picture real quick? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I get you ready for He's like. Hold on, cat daddy. Let me get my fit together, okay? Let me go upstairs. <laughs> Let me get fresh and I'll come down. Yeah. So we outside waiting in the fucking lobby right there by that water fountain in the front of the hype man for like 30, 45 minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he finally comes down. I see him walk out the front door and I get up to go. He's like, hold on, cat daddy. Let me get my hat right. Yeah. So then he pops the trunk on this... Um, uh, Bentley. Remember how he said crashed up the gray one, bought me the red? Yep. So mm -hmm. this is the gray one. Okay. So he pops the trunk, <laughs> and I'm not fucking lying. He's got his security guard holding up a, a mirror, and he has like these hats, and he's going through oh putting a hat, God. and he's looking, and then he takes another one off, and he's like trying to compare which one he wants. You, right? I swear, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm tripping. Like, this is. How long was he doing that? Probably two. It wasn't that long. That was like three, four minutes. He just popped the trunk and was looking for a hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That's funny. All right. And so uh, he's like, okay, cat daddy, I'm ready to take the picture. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I was like, you mind if we stand in front of the K104 truck? You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we get the signage in the back. He was like, what? <laughs> I was like, do you mind if we stand in front of the... Man, fuck the truck, man. Take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> and he flashes out his rings. He flashes his hand like that. And he, take the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so he turned up that night at Blue. And, uh, mm -hmm. and a, a chick was pulling on his pants. And so he hit her with the microphone. All right. And then he came out like two weeks later and then he was in Fort Worth and he was yelling at the DJ to uh, cut his tape up. Let's cut my tape up or whatever he was. Saying. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, and so uh, two weeks later, you know, I'm giving a timeline, but it's just mm -hmm. like an order at least. And so we do another interview <clears throat> and I was like, hey, pimp. I was like, you know, you know, ever since you've been out, man, it's like, you know, what I'm saying you've been living on the edge, bro. Like what? <laughs> who, hold on, who, who say I'm living on the edge? Who, who said that? I, man, I'm finna come up there and y'all gonna smell my cologne. Who say I'm living on the edge? What? what?
<laughs> no. He was all the way real with it. And then the last time we saw him, the last time um, we interviewed him, it was at the K-104. We had like a spring break jam at the, at the Gillies at the south side uh, right there on uh, Lamar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pimp C wasn't even performing. It was like Soldier Boy and T-Pain and Boosie and... I forgot some other people. I think 8-Ball and MJG uh, was there, as a matter of fact. What year was this? Oh, this is, yeah, this is 06, 07, I was going to say 07. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And so Pimp C shows up with his with his girl mm-hmm. and uh, his son. And uh, I had never seen Pimp like this, man. He was just like a regular guy. Like he, yeah. was, just enjoying, <laughs> like he was just enjoying his time with his family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But he was still all the way real. And I had asked him because he had just did an interview and he was talking about Russell Simmons and some other people. And I was like, hey, man, like what's going on with that? You know, I got to ask you, mm-hmm. like what's going on with this interview you said, you know, to Russell Simmons? He's like, cat dad, I just know what to say and who to say it to to get my point across. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that was the last time we, you know, we spoke and that was, you know, a man, rest weeks. in peace, Pimp yeah, C. Yeah, that, that, he was all the way live, man. No, no doubt about it, man. Pimp was all the way. And he was like one of my favorites, man. UGK growing mm-hmm. up was one of my favorites. So to meet him and Bun B and, and, you know, them boys from Port Arthur, man, that was really cool to have, you know, spend time with Pimp all the way. Yeah. You want me to remind you of Jermaine Dupree? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jermaine Dupree, my, my boss tell me, he said, hey, man, Jermaine Dupree is going to do a um, call in because he's not going to be able to make it to the studio on time. Mm. I was like, no sweat, just tell him to call, we'll do the interview. This is the time he's dating Janet Jackson. So he calls up and like, JD. He's like, yeah, yeah, So I was like, what's up, man? I was like, hey, before we get started with the interview, man, like, man, what is it like, man, to know that you're dating Janet Jackson, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just off rip. Yeah, just off rip. And he, he cackling like you. He's like, yes. <laughs> come on, man. You know, it's just, like, it's just like you. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I'm not dating Janet Jackson, bro. Like. He's like, cut it out, cut it out. I was like, all right, next question, next question. I was like, so, uh, man, what is it like, bro, like, when you, like, wake up and you're in the, you know, your drawers walking around the house, you're like, man, I'm in the house walking around in my drawers with Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he really, like, pressing. Yeah, and I was like, he's like, man, cut it out, kid, there, you know. And I was like, all right, man, do you ever think, man, like, I'm having sex with Janet so, <laughs> so I was just, like, going, like, I just hammered it. You hit the nail down. I just hammered it. I just wanted to be funny, you know. Yeah. Uh- and so uh, this is over the phone. And so we do our interview, and, you know, I finish up, bro. I damn near shit it in my pants when he walked into the studio like eight <laughs> minutes later, bro. What? Oh, what? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, man, I was, I was you know, I was just playing. Like, like, no, it's all good, because yeah, that's why we had to do it over the phone, because he wasn't going to make it in time. But I guess he was like, man, fuck Still that. Still on the way. Yeah, Still pulling up. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. I asked all these questions, like, I'm good, and you're not going to do it. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Now that's exactly how I felt. I was like, "Oh damn, man!" Like, uh, that was that was pretty crazy moments, man. You asked me about favorite radio mm-hmm. moments. Do you <clears throat> huh? do you have like an icon or celebrity that you were like really excited to interview or like over the phone or anything like that? Outside of those two, man, who I do guess? I like to interview? Man, I don't know really, man. Like I think I've been in it so long, I'm not really like a fan fan like that no more. Mm, right. I mean, like. I know how the game works. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like most of my fans that I met that like when I was younger, man, I started like kicking it with no limit and cash money when I was in Baton Rouge. Like mm-hmm. that was weird to be, you know, hosting a cash money concert with like there would be like thirty people in an empty gym. Mm-hmm. Wow. But they were just so like popular. I was just like, dope, this is dope. I'm hanging out with these guys and, you know, interviewing them just cause I was a fan first. Mm-hmm. You know, which is kinda like how I felt with like Pimp C, you know. Right. Whereas like 
before I got into the radio, these guys were like, man, I like I bought your fucking CD. Now I get right. CDs for free. Like, yeah, I, I uh-huh. don't buy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went and waited in line for this masterpiece, you know, CD or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's um, that's pretty the coolest when I when it first started out. Now it's cool, you know? Yeah. I get more excited to hear stories from listeners than I do fans, to be honest with you. Mm. Like, okay. yeah, that, yeah that, that, that turns me on more than anything. Yeah. You know? Okay. That was yeah. okay. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate you, Texas. Yeah. So, um, so, so for anybody who's who wants to get into radio, you know, what advice would you give to somebody like who has an interest in it? Um, don't get into radio. Oh, that, that's <laughs> the, that, that's the first thing I'm gonna tell you. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just so dirty. It's tough, man. It's not a lot of money, and you mm. know. You got to really love to do it, and that's mm-hmm. that's why I tell people not to do it. Because if I tell you no and you still want to do it, then you're then you'll then you love okay. it and you'll find a yeah. way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's just my duty as as a radio. Like, yo, this is a lot. I've seen a lot of heartbreaks. I've seen people scandalous ass shit, man. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. some wild things. <clears throat> so I would be like, nah, you don't want to do that. And if you find a way to do it, then I'll help you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you uh-huh. still want to do it, if you still you know, yeah, I'll give you all the pointers. I'll give you all the game. Mm-hmm. Host as much as you can. Get in front of people mm-hmm. and try to make a connection. Wait tables, work in a drive-through. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with different personalities, different per- um, perspectives. So the people that you're talking to, they're in traffic. They're at the house. They're mm-hmm. in the shower. They're coming carpool line. Yeah. So you need to be at and getting different people's perspective as much as you can. So like hosting, you know, interacting. Yeah. You know, try to find that connection some somehow. You know what I'm saying? Um so you feel like you're able to talk to anybody because you were able to work so many diverse, different type of jobs, right? Yeah, I think I have a unique perspective, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Just because, I, I mean, I've probably met more people than any of the mayors or politicians out here. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Over the past 20 years, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. That's powerful. Been, think about that. Yeah, like, been to more mm-hmm. schools, been to more schools than probably anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, you said my voice, you know, ring out. So it's easier. Yeah, that's definitely a, a comfort level that's there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yeah, I feel like I can talk, and it's it's an excuse to talk to anybody. If yeah. I want to, yeah, you know. I mean, if you like talking, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just like if I want to know something, or if I want to like, hey man, what's up, man? I'm from the radio station. It's like, oh, okay, what's up? You know. Yeah. Uh huh. That's my ticket, you know. And then if, if you have you know enough charisma and confidence, they're gonna believe you and be like, oh yeah, bet, come on, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you just like, hey, uh, you know, yeah, the same way you talk to me, hey man, I got this podcast, and what you, mm-hmm. you came to me as a professional. Yeah. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And it worked out. You know, kind of yeah. like you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm a professional. You got your clothing line. Call me oh, daddy. Man, who, who told you you could use that? You know that? <laughs> I mean, I do have the trademark, so. Yeah. You do have the call me daddy slogan? Yep. That's what's up. I mm-hmm. actually have a question mm-hmm. regarding like one of your surprises or another models. question. <laughs> <laughs> I actually surprised. So yeah. I've seen that one of your. Like slogans and models is don't see the show, be the show. Oh yeah, that's like, the one right there. Is that um, does that have a deeper meaning or component to it, or is it just <laughs> is it like kind of self-explanatory? Uh, so there's yeah, there's there's a deeper meaning, but it's self-explanatory at the same time. Right. Don't see the show, be the show. Right, right. So um, people are watching. Right, give them something to see. Mm. Okay, right. Yeah, and also find what you like to do like don't act like life is happening to you uh-huh you know life is happening because of you mm-hmm. mm. you know what i'm saying like you like tomorrow what's on tomorrow's page like so let's say, say it's a book or let's say it's a movie like we stop right now what's tomorrow what's on tomorrow page 
Like everything, <laughs> I'm trying to look, think. Like. Look at your life, right, as a book, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Look at your life as a book. All right. What chapter you do you think you're on in your life? Chapter I'm in on my life, uh, discovery. Okay. Okay. So that chapter one. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> All right. What page? Are we on the first page? Oh, no. <laughs> this this chapter. Now this is not even chapter one. Like for me in my life right now, like that's probably like. I want to go by A, so chapter 24. Okay, chapter 24. Okay, so everything has been written, has happened up to this point today, right? Right. And what's on tomorrow's page? Tomorrow's page is another day of, you know, getting up, thanking God I I woke up, work, um, support, you know, supporting him at his gig, um, trying to be a better man, take a better step forward. Okay. And you write that. Yeah. You get up, and you make those moves, and you thank God, and you put your hands together, and you team up with you know what I'm saying? With mm-hmm. nice and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is yours. You are writing. You're directing. You're the main character in your own movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But tomorrow, if you're like, you know what? Man, I want to jump on a plane. I want to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. Fuck nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you start to understand. You start to take control of your, because there's 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to spend your energy and your time doing? Right. Dumb shit? No. Okay. Some people, they, they like, they do they, and they think it's, ah, I'm doing this. No, stop uh-huh. doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, get a new plan and write mm-hmm. something else on your page. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. next chapter. Right. Discovery, now we, you know what I'm saying? Effect or whatever, you, you know, yeah. the chapter is. Okay. And that's the thing is like, understand that if you don't like somebody, you don't have to be in they shit. That's true. Man, that's my true. mom is this and my dad, hey, let that go. Mm-hmm. You know that's part of the story. You, tomorrow, you okay, you know, what do you know about these characters, right? Now, how do you want to fit in? How do you want to play it? Mm-hmm. Because that, that's ultimately what happens. What happens between now and 10 years, say 10 years from now, I want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you do that? Every day you take steps towards, yeah. it's not like you wake up in 10 years like, oh, I'm a doctor. No, right. you have to do these Baby things. Steps. You, mm-hmm. you have to take these steps, and that's how you do it. That's how you put your show together. You write it in. Okay, cool. I woke up again, and I ran. I woke up again and I ran. You, I'm a runner. I'm training. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm working on my whatever podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, don't see the show, be the show. You are the in your in your own movie. You are the star. Is it an action novel? Is it a romance? Is it a drama flick? Is it you know? So where are you? What, what chapter are you on? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> I'm day to day, man. Like I swear, like that's how I move. I'm all faith, no fear, man. And I just kind of like. Okay. You know, short you mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm into short yeah. stories. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to be in the moment without trying to, you know, tell, I know what I have to do tomorrow tonight. I got to, sh- I'm going to do my show. I know, you know, my son's got this. I know mm-hmm. I'm working on my other businesses and, my, mm-hmm. you know, my other stuff that I got going on, working on my foundation. So I, that's what I do. Yeah. Spend time every day doing, working on those things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't like plans a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like goals and I like just doing it. I like just fucking showing, like, this is yeah. how you get it done. I'm going to buy the shit and I'm going to put microphones in my kitchen. <laughs> Literally. You don't sit on the couch and say, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. No, you go order that shit and then you turn the you fucking really mic on. You do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's how you don't see the show, be the show. Like, man, you looking like, man, look what they doing. Mm-hmm. Well, look what's happening. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Let me show you how do it, it yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally, and that oh my gosh, just start, just literally. You overthinking? You gotta, I gotta have this, got bro. Just start, start, just yeah. start with something. If it takes you writing it down, okay, cool. This is what I want to do tomorrow, okay, cool. Then go down your list and knock that shit out, mm. like a grocery. My bad. No, you. There's <laughs> like a grocery list, you know. 
That's what I do. I write it. I'm a visual person. I have to write everything out. So I write down like literally every single thing and I just scratch it off whenever I'm done. Yeah. And that's, that works for you. That's your system. I see it. I see it every morning. I see it. I'm gonna knock it out, knock it out, knock it out. Yeah. You know, and that's, yeah, that's what you have to do. Have you, know, you thought about motivational speaking, like on a larger? That's what platform? I've been doing since we started. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, like on a larger, on a larger. Yeah, how come you haven't been writing my shit down? He's supposed to write it down. <laughs> I mean, like on a larger scale. Yeah, because like how you speak is just like so profound. You know what I'm saying? So. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, whatever. I don't. That's cool. I'm ready to go. If it leads to that, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go. I try to just make myself uh, approachable and accessible. Yeah. And I just mm-hmm. try to bring the right message with the right energy. And that's wherever that leads me, that's where it leads me. I started in a fucking McDonald's drive-thru yeah. with the same attitude and the same work ethic and the same, like, <laughs> this ain't no accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So wherever you want me to be. The people in the drive-thru want to be on the radio. The dude at the radio want to be in Dallas. I'm in Dallas. I'm on nice show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The so, nice show, yes. Look at this dude. <laughs> Like, well, see, well, off her point, so, like, you know, mm-hmm. you speak so profound and, like, you have good diction. So, like, what other business ventures are you, like, exploring outside so, yeah. of that radio? If you could speak on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hell no. Uh, so, <laughs> so I just kicked off my School is Cool Foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is really, which is really amazing, man. When, when you go talk to these kids and go visit these schools and you can look kids eye to eye and let them know, like, yo, this trash that we playing on the radio and all this dirty shit you see on Instagram, like, that's cool. That's entertainment but i'm here to let you know that you know my dreams come true because i wake up hard and i I wake up and i go hard every day yeah and i put my 10 toes down and i move around i'm bringing nothing but love and light and you Mm. know what i don't know what y'all got going on what y'all got planned but if you wake up with that attitude i promise you you're gonna put yourself in an amazing position to do whatever the fuck you want to do you know you got to be around if you want to get down you want to be a football player you're going to train every day you're going to hit them weights. You're going to work with the coaches. You're going to run the routes. You're going to hit them weights. You're going to get your diet right. Mm. Don't go pro when you get drafted. Right. Go pro every day. And t- like, mm. right, that's your work ethic. You know what I'm saying? That's how you prepare your mind. You know, it's right. Kobe shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't go pro when they call your name and you walk around. No, you went pro when you was like 12 years old and you were like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to make the JV team or I'm going to make the, you know, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's when you go pro. So, yeah, that's. I forgot what your question was. No, nah, you're saying like, <laughs> saying like uh, you know, like school is cool. That's your fun. Oh yeah, school. Yeah, school but is like, cool. You know, being that you have a, you have a gift, mm-hmm. you know, and that's your voice. So like, what else would you do with it outside of you know radio? Man, just whatever. I don't really look for nothing. You know, what I'm saying I'm not really like searching. I would love to do like cartoon voices or like serial. I feel like I that is see so that. dope. I can see I that. I wish I yeah. had a voice to do voiceovers because I would do that shit in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like a character on a cartoon. You could do that easily. Yeah, I could. Yeah, you, you could actually do that though. That's yeah. the thing. Like you always telling, like you inspiring us to. Like I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. Like you inspiring us to like wake up and do it. Like you could do that tomorrow. Yeah, I think um, I I haven't met those people. That 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 industry is really weird. You right. know the the that's like the some, animation. Yeah, industry. like I haven't met anybody that's like, hey man, you need to come read for these video game voiceovers. Like I would love to meet somebody that's like, yo, bro, I want you on this Popeyes commercial. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But it's like I feel I feel like being in Dallas, I expose myself and my voice every night for somebody to. To reach out to me, yeah, you know, oh for sure, uh, no, no, really, I've never met somebody like, yo, I'll put you on these cartoons or this, that, and the other. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, it happens for the station, you know. I do commercials and stuff, you know, yeah. products and stuff that people. So kind of like the you. McDonald's thing, you just you think it's like all oriented, like you know, it's gonna come at a time when it's when it's right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not like sweating it. I'm not like, yeah. oh my god, it's gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you ask me like what, like I really, honest to God, bro, like. 
every day, like where I'm from and how I went through this industry, like this is what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I love like working night show. Like that's I'm good. Like I'm not gonna like oh my god I never made to the EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, if it happens, uh-huh. it's dope. And it, you know, and it, you know that way if, if somebody reaches out to me, then I can write my own ticket. If mm-hmm. I'm knocking on your door like hey I'm Cat Daddy from the radio, I want to do you. They're gonna be like all right whatever. But if they come to see right. me, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I need, yeah. I need a, you know, yeah, and look I, at the rings. Right now, I, get the rings. <laughs> I can call my own shots if you come to me because I can be like, nah, I'm good on the radio. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if they're like, nah, we really want you for this Popeyes commercial or whatever, I don't yeah. know why I keep saying Popeyes all the time. I mean, you got the me- you got the Metro Popeyes thing right too, like the what? Metro PCS. Yeah, Popeyes. man, we do so commercial, man, so many commercials, and and that's really what it is. The same thing, yeah. right? But you know that type of stuff to be like on a national level yeah. for like uh, you want to be wanted though. That's what you yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want, I, I want it to be presented to me like we've been waiting on you. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he said the same thing, like, man, we heard you on this and we want to put you, like, we want you to be the official voice of, you know, whatever you, you know. Popeyes, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm about to get some Popeyes as it is. Nah, I really yeah. am, bro. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, he, he literally asked the question that, you know, I wanted to ask. But, like, that, that's a great question. Okay, that was literally what I was about to go into next about basically, like, where you want to see. But I like how you take it. Like you say, you take it day by day. Yeah, I try, like, uh, there's no traffic when you're in your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't, I'm not trying to swerve in and out and, oh, I'm going to make a mixtape and I'm going to do all this slow, j- no, look, look, I'm good right here. I'm in cruise control. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Hey, if somebody wants me to jump in a Ferrari, drop the top back, put three or four chicks in the back, that's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But right now, I'm good. I'm good on cruise control in my own lane. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm chiefing in a slow lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, and we are tremendously inspired by you. And like, first, and I really want to say thank you again for for coming in. Like, you probably don't get another for thank sure, you, yes. <laughs> but for me, wait, will you leave? Is this the timer, bro? An hour, eight minutes? That is a timer. Yeah, that yeah, is a timer. Damn. Yeah. And speaking of timers, you know what time it is? You like that segue? <laughs> three, 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 six questions. out of ten. This is. Hold on. This is the nice. Picks, and this is the part of the show where I will ask my guests three random questions. Okay, I'm reloading. You just made him nervous. So <laughs> they're not crazy. Sound effects make it worse. Down. From Inception, what is that? <laughs> no, it's, I really, I don't know where that's from. It's a dramatic type of. I don't want to get a name out. People might steal it. Yeah, but every time you do that, the lights dim <laughs> in the kitchen, man. <laughs> I got to find a way to don't give him any more because next week when we come back it's going to have some like some some haunted house type shit yeah for real okay so how this works is I'm going to ask you three random questions and you have five seconds to answer he's reading these off his phone he didn't yeah but these aren't too crazy when did you type these in your phone Um, I typed these after you said you wanted to come so last week alright um, okay. <laughs> Marinating on them questions. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So five seconds and you have to answer first. Okay? Oh man. If you had the choice between keeping one ability, would it be to talk or to hear? Ooh. <laughs> For you that might be hard. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is this? <laughs> you had to you have to choose one. Would it be to talk or to hear? Uh damn, I would have to give up my voice, man. Really? really? Yeah, man, it's too much beautiful, beautiful music and beautiful voices out there for me to pass up on. I'd have to, I have to just write everything down. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. He's gonna come up with his own writing. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Aiden, yeah, what you I was choose? gonna say, I, I gotta be able to hear. I can, I can be mute. I'm good. I'm good with that. Mm, Jimmy, 
Three for three. My actions can speak for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 saw, he looked at the he looked at the, the horn like you you gonna press short ass answer. No, I'm talking <laughs> yeah. Um, I would probably lose the ability probably to speak to man. I especially being a DJ and listening to all the podcasts and uh, K104 and all that stuff like. It, to miss out on that, you know, it's, it's you can tough. express yourself other ways. I can learn like, sign language. Yeah, for real. That too. That'd Bryson? be dope. Or art. Oh, you want to hear too? Painting, drawing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, Question more. Yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, two, more. got two more. Question number two. You have more than five <laughs> seconds to answer. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a plane that takes off from Texas to New York. She hate these <laughs> I hate these brain teasers. Okay, huh? all right, listen. It's a brain teaser. Yeah, it is. Oh, hell all right, no, there's a plane that takes off from Texas to New York. Two hours into the trip, the plane loses control and crashes. If the plane crashes in Virginia, where would the survivors bury? Aiden, you're up. No. <laughs> Aiden, you go first. Wait, wait, say it one more time. Oh my gosh. You always have me repeat the question. Is this jet blue? So I said, there's a plane that takes off from Texas to New York. Uh, two hours into the plane, I mean, two hours into the trip, the plane crashes and loses control. If the plane crashes in Virginia, where were the survivors buried? In the plane? I don't know. <laughs> they died in the plane, <laughs> they got buried in the plane. Look at you. <laughs> You don't bury survivors. Oh, that's the answer. <laughs> survivors. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Hey, cat daddy. Yes, sir. Call me daddy. Hey. Call me daddy. <laughs> Call me daddy. That's a drop too, eh? That's really the right answer. No, yeah. I, I yeah. I got it now. Look at Jimmy. Still don't get it. Well, you I'm don't bury survivors. No, I, mean, like, I, I, I can't answer. He got, he got it right. Like, okay, cool. get to me. All right. Question. The last and final question. I got a question. After you came with the brain tees, I got one for you. Okay. okay. All right, cool. Don't forget it. All right. If you see, all right, basically, you see a boat filled with people. It has not sunk. But if you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? Because it hasn't sunk. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's an air ball. If you see a boat full of people. All right, call me daddy. <laughs> you know, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Okay, okay. that's, that's what I'm. You see a boat. Is, you see a boat filled with people. It has not sunk, but when you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? On the cameraman. Hold on. Give me hey, the wait, wait, what's answer. Up? What's the answer? Give me the answer. No. Mm -mm. Uh, they probably jumped in to go swimming, right? <laughs> see, um, all the people on the boat were married. You don't see a single person on the boat. Jimmy always get mad with me. That was a good one. Tell me that was that wasn't a, that wasn't a, um, Okay, cool. What was your what was the break that you say you had? Uh wait, wait, what was it? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a um it was an English question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. do you say do you say three and two is six or three and two are six? Mm. It's not six. It's oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all really over here like, well, I was like, if you put the is, the is go. Don't ask me no more fucking brain teasers, I was like, okay? three plus two is five. You saw, you saw Aiden's face? Aiden was, <laughs> are you good at, um, are you good at Bible stories, Aiden? No. Well, you know about, but you know about the, 
arc, right? Yes. Okay, so tell me, how many of each animal, all right, did Moses take aboard the ark? How many of each? How many of each animal? Two. Did Moses bring aboard the ark? Two of each. Two? No, it wasn't Moses, it was Noah. <laughs> you need to go read the Bible. <laughs> that was actually a I, good one. Like, all right. Can you can you put your finger in front of your face? Like that? <laughs> I'm saying, no, like, 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 last one, last one, last one. No, last one yeah. This one, can you? Okay, put your finger in front of your face like this. <laughs> I feel like you gonna have me like. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, well, you, yeah. All right, now touch your chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I almost got it. <laughs> Oh Misha over here like <laughs> Misha over here back here trying to Nah for real Misha wait. <laughs> She got it wrong I got one request off air Off, off the air? Off the couch Okay yeah off the couch <laughs> Couch request with Misha That's an air ball <laughs> um, My bad I didn't mean hit the No it's just that's an air ball We have a lot of drops here That's a cool Yeah um, You said what? What was it? Oh, confession session. Yeah, that was... Man, confession session. So, like, this is before, like, I had any sense. So, like, people would call up my show and then, like, tell on themselves. Right? It was really like a Jerry Springer. I remember those. Yeah, it was like a Jerry Springer slash Ricky Lake. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, like, let's say you... I mean, like, it would get serious sometimes, too, man. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say that you and your brother, right, um, you, you got his wife pregnant. Like, like, no, nah, like people would call, like, no, nah, people would call, man, for real. And they'd be like, yo, I just, I just, I gotta call my brother and let him know, man, that his baby's really not his baby, that it's my baby. <gasps> Me and yeah. his wife been messing around and this, that, and the other. And so, like, we would call him, and we'd have, like, Radio Jerry Springer. Yeah. And we would have, we would talk, man, like 15 minutes straight. Like, we would, re- like, really get into it. And, Oh, that sounds I mean, like loud. sound effects, you know. Oh, like, really? <laughs> but it was kind of like we played it up like a joke, man. But it was it got really serious for a lot of people, you know. People would call it, and we just opened up the phone lines and go live. I'm like, hey, don't curse, and then we just go live. Like it was scary, <laughs> the type of <clears throat> type of stuff we were doing, man. Oh my god, my water too is this one right? Yeah, that, that's yours. We took out the label because we, we ain't getting paid. Oh whoops. <laughs> 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 It was sitting there the last hour and 15 minutes. No, you're good. Man, Cat Daddy, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming in. And so, people already know where to find you, but where can the people find you on K104, you know, and everywhere else, social media? Yeah, man, every every night, man, I get to run the soundtrack to the city, man. You riding around DFW, tuning to K104, you know what I'm saying? We bring the heartbeat to the streets, and I get to host that show. It's an honor and a privilege and a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Just to bring in y'all's favorite music every night. So you can tune in for the last 20 years. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's all I try to do. I try to, you know, be in there and have an impression and also stay out the way. So tune in 7 to midnight, Monday through Friday. You know, I do weekend shifts sometimes. I'll be on, uh, what is today? Today's Thursday. So, Today's Thursday. Yeah, this Saturday I'll be on too. So, you know, nights on K104. Uh, I'll be in the streets. I'm always, you know, trying to pull up at some rec center, some school or some Strip club, you know. What I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty dynamic with my reach, man. Yeah, very dynamic. I'm pretty dynamic. You know what I, mean? I, go, yeah. I go everywhere and just try to, you know, just bring that love. So yeah, if you see me, man, don't ever be shy to say hi. Or, you know, just say what's up or tell me some story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like nice did. I always. That's what I work for, man, and that's what I'm here for. Is for you to, you know, grab something that that I'm trying to, you know, dish out. And if if it's not for you, that's cool. No sweat. You know what I'm saying? But maybe you have something for me. So share with me your story and your passion. Maybe, you know, maybe I get a hoodie like, <laughs> hoodie, man, call me daddy hoodie. Yeah, call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Julie had the tag and everything. This, so, this, so you got hoodies, hats. What else do you have with shirts? You? Okay. Coming out with biker shorts for the women. Okay. Yeah. We need we need the sweat shorts, like the thought, yeah. the male so thoughts or the, the, thought the gray ones. Yeah. So, oh. so this is more like for women. This no, it's unisex. It's unisex. Yeah. So why would I want? Uh, See, I get that question a lot. Yeah. So I feel like it's a very controversial type of garment or whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not controversial. Of, it just has a little. Well, when a woman wears it, yeah, it becomes controversial yeah. for for men. Because they wonder why, and they always start up the question, like, well, why would I call you daddy? And she's mm -hmm. like, well, why not? Because I said so. So, mm. uh, uh, right. uh, when, I wore, when I wore my shirt Sunday, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, when I wore my shirt Sunday, uh, this, this lady, remember that lady who was trying to uh, talk to us at the bar? She asked me when. <laughs> oh, yeah, you told me that. I had to call me, she said, call me daddy? I was like, yeah, she said, when. <laughs> <laughs> Do people call you daddy? Yes, all the time. When I was in TSA earlier, like yeah. the the guy with the dog, he was just like, "Shit, you could take over right now. You got it." I was like, "Okay." At first, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, "Oh yeah." Wait, he wanted you to frisk people walking in the metal detector? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit show they running up there? They want whoa. They, oh. want, they want daddy out here frisking people in <laughs> yeah. the TSA. So he called you daddy. He did. What did he say? And then he was just like, "Hey, well, daddy." Yeah. And then the, the guy that was that was uh, that was scanning my QR code, he was just like. Hey, daddy. He was just like, oh, happy belated birthday. Have a great day, daddy. He looked at your birthday and everything? They got to look at your ID. Oh, yeah. I, I guess you don't really care about me. <laughs> what, would you be offended if I said, what's up, mama? Does that no. offend you? No, but I mean, since it's my brand, it's a, it's a little like, all right, you trying to be funny. Well, I'm just saying, because <laughs> some people get offended if you say lady. You know, I called one time. Like women I, get offended by that? I was like, hey, lady. She was like, don't call me lady. But that's like a polite thing. Right, like where I'm from, it's like respect, you know, lady, yeah. ma'am, you know? I think yeah. female is disrespectful, like... Female's a little disrespectful. Is baby? What up, baby? What's no. up, baby? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how you say it and who you say yeah, it to. Yeah, I had a lady tell me, don't call me baby. Yeah, I had a lady just call everybody all these pet <laughs> Some women don't like I'm just call ma'am because of the, like, yeah, it gets a reflection. Like yeah, bro, when we was in New York, they was like, don't call, call me ma'am. Ma I was, I was like... like Okay. Okay. Like, Southern hospitality. Yeah. I damn bitch. <laughs> like, all the things you can come up with, you say, ma'am, and they're offended. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why I asked you. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but where can the people no, I would them? never say that. I would never say yeah, that to somebody's face. I would say it in my mind, but I would never. I would never, never yeah, yeah, I have a natural filter that would kick in. <laughs> I have. I would stop like right before you. Yeah. <laughs> but where can people find the stuff, Aiden? Uh, well, my Instagram is Aiden C, A I D E N C. And you can get your Call Me Daddy merch at number 4 AMER. Man, I'm so happy for you. This is so dope. I need a hoodie so bad. Like, I got get, you. Look, I got you on joint. everything. Yeah, yeah that'd be hard. Like, call me Cat Daddy if you had like a. I already got that in my head. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just for you though. Right, just keep just it in your head. Don't put it on you. no shirt yet. Don't just wait. 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 <laughs> All right, bet. All right, Jimmy, DJ Pedigree. Hey, Jimmy, where you going? Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, DJ Pedigree for all my social media. Uh Big Battle coming up for uh, Turntable Reloaded this Sunday. Uh catch me there. Going to get some of the greats, but I think I'm coming out on top. Yes, sir. I got Don't a say question you're saying, for him. Oh, say oh, yeah. you are. Mm -hmm. You are coming up on top. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> um, do you know how to DJ on turntables? How did you? What was your evolution like to DJ? How did that start off for mm. you? My evolution started so 
He was first. He was DJing, and we, I was always going to in high school. Him. Yep. Let me find out. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm nice with it. What? Yeah. There's a nice one. I'm for real, for real. So um, <laughs> we didn't go to the same college. Well, not not at first. He went to PV. I went to UNT, and I was like, Yeah, man, UNT really just got like what T Walk and a few others. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Bro, I, I literally have to fight with 18 other DJ for gigs at PV. Yep. Yeah. I was like, Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you got it. You do got it hard. She's like, yeah, bro. You, if you ever thinking about doing it, you should do it. And what, what was that, bro? You told the me that the fall semester, dude. You told me that in November, and yeah. that December, you went and bought. He went and bought yeah. a, a intro like starter board. Yeah, so I just did what you do. I said, you know, we what? I'm, a six I'm a DJ. Weeks. I just yeah. bought it. We so. practiced for six weeks straight. Yeah, I practiced for six weeks over like Christmas break. I went back in uh, spring, like what January, and uh, getting on gigs was kind of like. Not hard because I already had a name for myself. I did poetry before. What? Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. yeah. Ask where pedigree comes from. That's where pedigree came from. I'm not. I'm not. He was a dog. I'm a dog. Something along those lines. Something along them lines. Something along them lines. No BS. Uh, was like, yeah, what up, pedigree? What up, pedigree? And I was like, man, I'm just, I mean, I already got a name. So if I DJ, I just put DJ in front of it. So, That's what's up? Uh, man, practicing it. Uh, I just did like little school events and then oh. I had my first party. Uh, sophomore year mm-hmm. and I never looked back I just practiced like that's all we did we just practiced we rocked out UNT I can honestly say I did every event there I worked with every organization but we did like 50 free events bro yeah every, I mean, we had, like, to, we had to free. start you know had to start at the bottom but you know eventually I was like I charge whatever I want yeah. yeah it helps you find your, your it helps you find your voice or it helps you find your, your cadence yeah. you know mm-hmm. that that free that free practice you don't want to be on the spot fucking up you know it helps, oh, me. It helps you yeah. Like, like, yeah all we did we, we was having sessions like daily Daily, whenever, bro. whenever we can, whenever we were together, and then it was like 15, 20 minutes. We gonna practice. Yeah. So, did you ever learn on turntables? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I you started out with. The, I started out on the board. I still have a board, <clears throat> but I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with turntables too. It's like it's okay. nothing. It's nothing too different. You know, it's just like it's more authentic. You know, it's more authentic with your scratching, your blending, your transitions. You can be creative however you want, and uh, you know that's how I got my start, and that's how I got really into everything else that I do now: podcasting, making beats. Mm-hmm know the love of music because i love music i just like being able to you know my my biggest you know my biggest takeaway from it is like seeing people's reactions like seeing people like rock with you in your sound selection and what you like to do it's like you know that gives you a rush hell yeah do a crazy transition everybody like oh yeah <laughs> crazy. Like, it's like oh shit you know like that's that's the that's what i love to do it for so yeah that's why i'm gonna keep doing it like to my last day so mm-hmm. that's what's up bro yeah so cool man yeah. and so cool. You can follow your dramatic host, DJ Trey Knight. There's a nice one. On all social media at DJ T-R-E-Y-N-I-C-E-E. And you can follow The Nice Show at The Nice Show Pod on Instagram. Twitter coming soon from Jimmy. But we're going to have to troubleshoot Twitter. Yeah, we're going to have to figure it out. Man. And Bryce, where can people find you? Be nasty. <laughs> Where can the people be Behind nasty? the camera. <laughs> Bryce. All right. So the people can follow me at Stay Bright. Smooth ass. Ladies, dim the lights and reach You know what I'm saying? Nah, but all social media platforms at Stay Bright. S-T-A-Y-B-R-Y-G-H-T. Boy, that mustache lined up, boy. That boy just got a haircut this morning. Yeah, man. And we're going to rock out to... We're going to finish the song because I said we'll finish it. Appreciate y'all for listening. That's a nice one. Different places, different faces, different cases. Got me tied like shoelaces. No mistake, just MJG, you ain't gotta be. Constantly trying to shoot that P. Claiming that you ain't heard of.